always felt like somebody was in the room with you. And occasionally you would see, just catch out of the corner of your eye, some movement, and you turn to look and then there wouldn't be anyone there. The other thing that um, we've heard a little oh, bit about, but not a that? lot of... Okay, we're getting okay. That makes sense. Good. Good. What is in the basement that's so important? Located in Havity Grace, Maryland, the Cultural Center at the Opera House is a historic location that has been a landmark of the community since it was built in 1871. During its time in operation, the building has served as a schoolhouse, a library, a theater, and even City Hall. In 1921, a fire broke out and three firefighters were injured after a wall collapsed on them. Years later, John F. Kennedy would be given a key to the city during a presidential rally that took place in front of the property in 1960. To discuss more about the history and paranormal activity are Bill Price and Lori Starkey. This opera house was built around 1871, um, so it's been around for many, uh, many, many years. Um, it, at that time period, uh, opera houses were being built throughout the country, and they were called an opera house predominantly to give it sort of a highfalutin name to it, even though it really was just a theater for the community. It's a kind of an unusual building. Um, it's not really big, but originally it was a three-story structure. Um, then it was a, a little bit bigger because it had a complete fly house, which is where the scenery goes up and down on the backside of the theater. Uh, the proscenium arch itself was 19 feet high. The proscenium width, which is the opening through which the audience views, was 30 feet wide. Uh, the stage width itself was 50 feet wide, and the stage depth is only 25 feet. Um, and that, I would imagine, beyond that was the fly house, and again, that's where all the scenery went up. Unfortunately, in around 1912, there was a fire, probably started in the fly house because it looked like it was a wooden structure, um, and the building got truncated down to a two-story structure. Interestingly, uh, the theater was always on the second floor of the building, which is kind of unusual. Uh, in the original structure, the, the second floor first section would have been the orchestra, and then there would have been a balcony at the third floor. Um, we don't really have any records of that, don't have any images of that, except for an exterior shot of the building, which shows the fly house and the theater in its original state. Uh, what happened in the first floor is a little questionable. Uh, at that time period, 
when the stage was in its original configuration, it had an eight by eight foot trap doors in the stage itself. So obviously those actors had to go somewhere, so that would have been down to the first floor. So I would imagine there was a trap room underneath the stage. Um, again, the proscenium arch was 19 feet high. It's now only nine feet high, so it's kind of very letterbox. And I'm not sure what else was going on at that time period, but subsequently on the first floor, it was the council chambers for the city. Uh, that has now been turned into a black box, which is a small room with black walls all the way around where we do small studio type performances. Uh, it was also a, a, a chiropractor's office uh, downstairs. There was a, a local nonprofit group here. So really after the 1912s, it kind of was a, a variety of different things. And then about 25 some odd years ago, uh, a theater group uh, came in, local theater group came in and used the space predominantly as their uh, space in which they um, did all their performances, but they only used it about three months out of the year, throughout the year, but three months out of the year. So uh, about 10 years ago, the city decided to renovate the space and formed a group of uh, citizens and city members and we all hired an architectural firm that came in and did the renovation that was completed three years ago. And uh, when we renovated it, we tried to maintain the architectural um, structure, uh, historical uh, structure of the building. We actually had the plans vetted by the Maryland Historic Trust. So the windows weren't replaced, they were refurbished. We have a lot of water glass, that's the wavy glass that happens to glass over time. Um, and other elements of the theater, we tried to make it evocative of a theater of that time period. The end caps of the seats are very ornamental as they would have been in the uh, late 1800s. Uh, the bathrooms have black and white tile and marble thresholds, again, try to be evocative of the time period. And we have now the theater on the second floor, as it was originally. Um, the, this theater, the proscenium, again, was truncated, so it's only nine feet high. Um, we put in all LED lighting, both theatrical and architectural. And we have um, state-of-the-art sound system. So it really was quite a transformation from what it was only uh, eight years ago or 10 years ago to what it is now. And it was one of those, we built it and they came. We're now the resident uh, facility for th uh, three theater companies, two dance companies. And the Arts Collective was formed to program the Opera House during the off times, if you will. And the Arts Collective has brought in classical music, uh, dance, films, uh, theatrical productions, and that's where we are today. So in addition to the theater envelope itself, there's a main, main part of the renovation was uh, interconnect between the theater building and the firehouse next door. In that interconnect was built a uh, elevator which got people up to the second floors which didn't exist. And then that same elevator, which brings people up to the second floor lobby, is also does also have a door into the firehouse. And the firehouse has been there, actually the firehouse has been there as long as the opera house. Uh, if you look at the original uh, photographs, you'll see alongside the opera house is the firehouse, which going way back was also a jail at one point. Um, and it was also used as a, uh, 
as a hospital. I think it was either the Opera House or the Firehouse was used as a hospital uh, during the Civil War. So there's a lot of history between these two buildings that has existed for hundreds of years. Back before the building was renovated, um, we would spend a lot of time in here building our sets and painting our drops and getting the performances ready to go. And I can remember often being in the building, working on a, a drop on the floor or a set piece, and you always felt like somebody was in the room with you. And occasionally you would see, just catch out of the corner of your eye, some movement, and you turn to look, and then there wouldn't be anyone there. Um, one of my favorite memories, because of, it became sort of comical, was when we were here working on a drop for a show one night, and it was about three in the morning. We'd had plenty to drink as far as Mountain Dew and coffee. And um, we were painting, and we looked up and saw a woman's hand reach across like it was gonna close the bathroom door, because at that time, the bathrooms were here on this level. And a friend of mine just dropped the paintbrush and said, okay, it's time to go, we're out of here. Um, but even though that sort of frightened him at the time, it really wasn't frightening. It was always like the, we just coexisted with the, um, the spirits that were here. Um, my absolute most vivid memories of encountering the spirits came with our production of the Civil War. And we had one cast member that for whatever reason, um, we called the ghost Penelope. We don't have any reason to call her Penelope, but and any reason to think it was her. Um, but we called her Penelope. So Penelope really attached herself and liked this one actress. And the actress, we had um, ceiling fans, uh, three rows of ceiling fans in the ceiling, and they were all connected to the same circuit, the same switches backstage would turn them on and off and adjust their speed. Um, and it seemed like no matter where this actress would stand in the house, if she stood underneath or near a ceiling fan, just that single solitary fan would start to slowly spin just ever so slightly. No other fan in the room moving, and mind you, they were all in the same circuit, so they had to all move in tandem. No, just the one that she was standing under or near would start to spin slowly. Um, one night, we were coming here for the show, and it used to be the actress would come up the back of the, the theater. Um, there used to be a, a old um, fire escape that went up the back, and the fire escape was wrought iron, and it, it fit one person. Very safe, very um, structurally sound, and we would all come up that way if the audience was already in, because if the audience was already in, the only way to get in would be to walk through the audience and go backstage. So um, they would come up the fire escape. And so they usually did it one at a time. And so a group of them one night came for the Civil War and they were standing in the back in the parking lot talking. And um, Michelle and the others started to slowly make their way up and they go one at a time. And Michelle got about halfway up and she turned around and she said, Ray, stop pushing me. And she looked and Ray was at the bottom of the steps. Ray hadn't even started his way up, but she had very clearly felt a hand on her back, flat palm, pushing her up the steps. So we always felt like the spirit wanted her to get inside this theater and sing her big song because she had this great gospel number that she sang at the end of Act One called Someday, which was all about um, freeing the slaves and emancipation, and someday everyone would be, you know, happy and it would be a beautiful world. And um, so she would sing this song each night. And every night, I would be out in the audience because I was the director and I'd watch every performance. And every night during that song, there was a light positioned that sort of went in the direction of her. It was, it was house left and she was stage right. And that 
light would start to flash on and off. And it was the only time in the entire show that this light would flash on and on. Lighting director wasn't doing it, the person running the light board, nobody was flashing that light. And everyone tried to explain that, oh, it's a short in the light, but it's the only time it did it, was when Michelle was singing. It never happened at any other time in the show. So how can you say it's a short if it's not going on? There were other rousing numbers. There were other times that was, there was a lot of life on stage and a lot of excitement. It was just during Michelle's number. So it was almost like Penelope saying, you know, I love you, girl, keep singing, keep singing. So we always thought that that was um, Penelope appreciating the performances that we were doing here at the theater. There, our, our founder, who was Harry Malin, um, was also a big proponent of the arts here in Haverty Grace. And so we, I, I didn't mention before when I was talking with you, one of the things that we generally try to do in almost all of our performances is we include a photo of Harry on, on our set somewhere. When we did a Christmas story, we did a small picture on the mantle frame of the, of the house where uh, Ralphie lived, at, that, that was his grandpa. Um, when we've done other shows, we've enlarged it and put it full, you know, a full blown picture of Harry on the set. So um, Harry passed a good while ago, um, but I think he appreciates too that theater goes on here in this building. So it's very possible that Harry joins us and his wife Flossie join us in performances as well and appreciate that we are continuing here doing theater. This, this building is still um, a cultural magnet for our, our town. Controlling everything on the stage for all the lighting. Probably, yeah. All that. Maybe. Oh, maybe. It's not emitting a whole lot. Well, like I said, this thing that I'm holding in my hand, if you guys get in front of it, I may be able to see you. If you get your energy ready, we can maybe capture you here on this little contraption that I have in my hand. this I beam in for the addition mm -hmm. that's they're just this probably used to be an external wall I'm guessing 
place is definitely in charge of all the wire they've put in. Yeah, there's there. a lot of electricity there pumping through line. here. Where are these lights? a source for something but when I move closer to these tables over here not really getting as much as I am when I come over here interesting wonder if that is a up on the ceiling that might be like a smoke detector or something fire alarm talking about that right there or yeah yeah Yeah, it's definitely emitting something, but not a whole lot. Like, there's definitely something flowing through here. Well, this is emitting a whole lot. This AC vent? Yep. Interesting. Whoa. <laughs> that has some uh, potential interference, right? I mean... Yeah. So I think of all the places we've ever been to, this is, has got to be the most charged one. Absolutely. There's just a lot of electricity flowing through this place. Yeah. So it's really hard to figure out if something is paranormal or not. Right. There's obviously some stuff. So. Let's see if this, does this door close on its own? I'm pretty sure this is the door that um, closed by itself when um, we were given the tour of the place. I think it is too. It is slowly closing, right? Mm-hmm. See how far it goes. It, it is slowly closing. So I wonder if that's why it closed by itself really. There's nothing paranormal. Yeah, like if you were just to quickly check, it looks like it's still open. But then, yeah, a few minutes later it'll close. You'll hear it slam shut. I'm trying to figure out what this stuff is. Might indicate, I don't know, there might be a control on the inside to indicate like you can come in or you can't come in, like if there are people changing, you know? obviously emitting a lot of electricity like the other room. So this basement entrance right here is sealed off pretty good. Man. That is uh, oh. Oh that looks like some original stuff. Infrastructure. Yeah. Do you see that designer? You alright? What happened? There's shit leaking and it just got on my EMF meter. Was this the door? Yeah. All right. So there's something, like do you see all these designs right there? 
Like you can see the original um, wood. Yep. What's that stuff? Are those nails? Uh, up there? I don't know what that is. What the hell's leaking? Like, look at all this shit. Oh yeah, there is. Um, oh, I wonder if it's from the AC unit, possibly? Because I was standing right here when I fell a drop of water to get on my shoulder. That's pretty amazing. Look at that original. Cool. Yeah. So that's the original ceiling. And they just did a drop ceiling. They put in AC and did a drop ceiling to cover it all up, it looks like. Thanks. Hopefully this still works. I just had a whole thing of water just get on it. So can we open that door? Take a peek into the basement or does it look pretty... Looks like you would need something to probably grab it. Yeah, this would be pretty hard to just pick up my fingers. It's too small yeah. of an opening. But that is something I'd be curious to look at, to see how it looks down there. Yeah, just to poke a camera down there, but... space do you know this space is this your space to the basement. Do you want to tell us about it? What's down there? I remember it was dripping water earlier, so I'm going to... What's... If there's anybody here with us, please touch this black pipe that's right here on the table. I just saw an orb just shoot up. Oh yeah? Where? Um, cross Brian. Yeah. So, we, we think we were communicating with a Carrie earlier, and she told us that there's a locket of hers in the basement, possibly in the sink. 
Actually, I think that was a vet. No, it was Carrie. It was Carrie. Yep. Can you confirm that there is a that there is a sink in the basement? <laughs> Why is everyone getting a little too defensive about this basement? Do you not want us to know about it? What about the third floor that's no longer here? Anybody want to talk about that? Was anybody here during the fire? Aye. Aye. Were you here during the fire, which destroyed the third floor? The male voice said, the vet. Was a vet here during the fire? The vet, are you here in the room with us? Did you follow us? If you did, can you turn the light on? So these are just people that were involved with the theater. Yeah. It was you? It was me. Shit. What was that? What are those noises that we hear? Who's making those noises? Do you want us to leave this room? Yeah. Get out. Um, earlier this evening, we um, were hearing a lot about the basement. Somebody kept talking about the basement, so we want to learn more about that. Uh, and more importantly, why it keeps coming up when we turn on our Phasma box, our, our, one of our tools that we have that allows you to speak to us. Um, we'd like some more details around that. What is in the basement that's so important? Can you speak into this little box in my hand and tell us what is so important about the basement? The other thing that um, we've heard a little bit about, but not a lot of detail, was uh, the fire that happened here at one point that destroyed the third floor. Did um, Was there anything important that was destroyed during that fire? What was that that was destroyed? You can just tell us by speaking into this little box. Was something really important destroyed in that fire that took out the uh, third floor of this building? I'm going to knock on the wall here. This is an opportunity for you to communicate with us by knocking back. It's a fun little game that we like to play. So I'm going to knock three times and I want to see if anybody can copy me. 
Here I go. You want to try that one more time? This time I'm going to pound on the wall, okay? Should sound a little deeper. All right, you guys ready to talk to me? Um, earlier this evening, we um, were hearing a lot about the basement. Somebody kept talking about the basement, so we want to learn more about that, uh, and more importantly, why it keeps coming up uh, when we turn on our Phasma box, our, our, one of our tools that we have that allows you to speak to us. Um, we'd like some more details around that. is in the basement that's so important. Can you speak into this little box in my hand and tell us what is so important about the basement? The other thing that um, we've heard a little Whoa. bit about but you not a lot that? of detail was uh, the Pause fire it. that happened here at one point that this that must have been what I heard but it's more crystal clear what the f was that was wood? it the recording it was through the recording I thought I heard it back there really play it again let's just play that the last thing here that, how do I go I have no idea to be honest hold on a second yeah you I go. got you it sounded like a an owl hoot. yeah yeah that's it all right, you guys ready to talk to me? Um, earlier this evening, we um, were hearing a lot about the basement. Somebody kept talking about the basement, so we want to learn more about that, uh, and more importantly, why it keeps coming up uh, when we turn on our Phasma box, our, our, one of our tools that we have that allows you to speak to us. Um, we'd like some more details around that. I hear something in the background. Oh, what shit. is in the basement that that's so hasn't important? Even turned off. Can you speak into this little box in my hand and tell us what is so important about the basement? Is it on? Yeah. The other thing that um, we've heard a little bit about, yep. but not a lot of detail, was uh, yep. the fire that happened here at one point that destroyed the third floor. Did um, Was there anything important that was destroyed during that fire? What was that that was destroyed? You can just tell us by speaking into this little box. Was something really important destroyed in that fire that took out the uh, third floor of this building? I'm going to knock on the wall here. This is an opportunity for you to communicate with us by knocking back. It's a fun little game that we like to play. 
I'm scared to hear this. So I'm going to knock three times and I want to see if anybody can copy me. Here I go. Want to try that one more time? This time I'm going to pound on the wall, okay? Should sound a little deeper. I want to know why the light in the mezzanine turned off. I mean, maybe, maybe it's on a timer. Yeah. Want us to go investigate? Yep, hold on, I'm coming. Yeah, just get on. Was there a motion sensor when you walked out of here or turned on? Yeah. Okay, turn right on. Yeah. That's weird. But, I mean, why did it just turn off now? I mean, yeah. Could have turned off all night, right? Yeah. I mean, My reaction, oh shit, the light in the mezzanine turned off. So, so what's weird is that when we've been talking about the basement and what's there, mm -hmm. on this thing, the first time we talked about the basement, I got a gift. Then another time that we talked about the basement, like right on cue, I got glass. Huh. And we, and we were supposed to have a necklace, right? Yes, a locket. Locket, gift, glass. Isn't a locket like the little um, necklace that you can, it opens, right? Yeah, Maybe. that's what I yeah. think. So, anyway, I just found that interesting that when you were talking and I was looking at this, that was the kind of response I was getting. Interesting. So the fire is not too long ago. So I thought it was like end of the uh, 19th century. cross like an X all you have to do is put your energy in the rods and make them cross and that will tell us that you're here with us go ahead and cross those rods if you're here and you want to talk to us waving now, right? If you don't want to communicate with us, just cross those rods. And once you do that, we'll leave this room. 
So I want to point out that um, possibly the air vent, but my father, the air could be making those rods. No, not really. It's not that strong. There's a little bit of a breeze, but I don't think it's strong enough to make no. those rods move like that. So if you do not want to communicate with us, can you just cross those rods? Let's do this. If were you a performer at the theater, if you were, please open the rods. Okay, we're getting okay. somewhere. That makes sense. Good. That's good. Um, did you like it here when you were performing? If you did, please crisscross the rods. Cross them like you did before if you liked it here. Okay. If you didn't enjoy your time here, point at Brian, who's to my left. you did not enjoy your time here, point those rods at Brian. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're sorry to hear about that. Um, why is that? Um, why would somebody not enjoy their time here? Did, did you die here? If you died here, please crisscross the rods. Did you not enjoy your... Uh, the people that were acting with you? If you didn't like the actors that were acting with you, cross the rods. Maybe bad reception to whatever performance they're in. Audience didn't like it. Thus, the actor didn't like it here. Were you uh, humiliated? If so, cross the rods. Did you have a bad experience during a performance? caused you humiliation? You want to cross those rods for us? I think that's a no. Yeah. I guess you just, you didn't really have a good time here, right? If you didn't, I mean, it could be any reason. If you just did not enjoy acting here, just cross the rods. Maybe they weren't an actor, they could have been. Admin? Somebody administrative? Or yeah, like, like a stagehand or something? Yeah. Well, you're an actor or a stagehand? You're a stagehand, cross the rods. Okay. Oh, interesting. So you set up the stage? Okay. Did you not want that job? If you didn't want that job, if you wanted a different job, can you point those rods at me? Both of the rods at me if you didn't enjoy that job and you wanted a different one. Did you want to be an actor? Actually, let's, let's ask another question. If you're a man, please cross the rod. If you're a woman, please cross the rods. Just put 
those rods down and do an EVP. Yeah. I'm not really trusting any of the response yeah. to that. Okay. It's kind of weird. Yeah. All right, we've uh, moved to the main floor and we are standing above the entrance to the basement. We're hoping to get some more answers here. Um, so earlier we were talking to, I already forgot her name, Carrie? Carrie. Carrie. Um, and she had a, a locket, I believe, um, maybe a piece of jewelry that's in the basement. Uh, is that, if that's what is special down there, that's something that's very important. Um, could you just let us know by saying yes, speak yes into this box in my hand. There's something else important about the basement. Just speak into this box and tell us what it is. If we went into the basement tonight, what would we find down there? Is there something important down there that we would find? What is it? We're going to do the knocking game again. Uh, knock on that door behind you? Yeah, I'll knock on the door behind me. That sounds good. And. Uh, you're part of the game as you knock back, okay? You copy what I do. Here I go. Want to try it one more time? Do that again real quick. Yeah. We're gonna do it one more time. Yeah. What did you hear? So I thought it was like drops of water hitting the um, metal lid to the um, basement. But I noticed each time you would knock, I would hear that little ding yeah. right there. So I wasn't sure if they were water droplets or... Can um, the vibration to that thing right over there? Knock one more time, Brian, and see what happens. Okay, we're going to do it again. That just sounds like a water drop. Yeah. I honestly think it's a water drop. Yeah. Okay. But it's interesting how after every time you would knock, we'd hear it. So yeah. maybe the vibrations is causing more water to drop. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. All right. We've uh, moved to the main floor, and we are standing above the entrance to the basement. We're hoping to get some more answers here. Um. So earlier we were talking to. I already forgot her name. Carrie. 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 Um, and she had a, a locket, I believe, uh, maybe a piece of jewelry that's in the basement. Uh, is that, 
that's what is special down there. That's something that's very important. Um, could you just let us know by saying yes, speak yes into this box in my hand. There's something else important about the basement. Just speak into this box and tell us what it is. What is that? Could have been my stomach growling, maybe? <laughs> if we went into the basement tonight, what would we find down there? Is there something important down there that we would find? What is it? That's not a stomach. What is that? Something. We're going to do the knocking game again. Uh, knock on that door behind you. Yeah, I'll knock on the door behind me. That sounds good. And uh, your part of the game is you knock back, okay? You copy what I do. Here I go. Want to try it one more time? Yeah, right at the end. like it wasn't part of the playback. Maybe. So we're back in the main theater. Um, earlier, we believe we were speaking with an Yvette and a Carrie. And um, my father just now just said that um, not too long ago, he swore he saw someone sitting in one of the chairs in the back of this theater. I swear 
that I saw like a white silhouette of like a little girl's dress. Holy shit. But I mean, it was like that. Yeah, it's so always like that. It, it could have been my imagination, but it was like right there. What was creeping me out now is that I actually thought that was over there. You know, so this room when the room was dark, but there was nothing there. So maybe it's worth digging into whether there's a little girl wearing a white dress or what have you. Yeah. It's in this theater. Yeah. Maybe it's like an audience member. That's creepy. I, I, I don't really know if it's your imagination because you just kind of gave a pretty good description of what you thought you saw. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't see a face or anything, but I saw like 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 the silhouette of like a little girl's dress. I thought I saw it. But it was like really, really fast. Huh. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> Can you go ahead and tell me how many spirits are here in this theater with us? Nine or five? I heard gay. Oh. Can you tell me how many of you are here with us? There's three of us. Walk away. Walk away. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Got the chills. Real bad. Yeah. Um, is there any vet here with us? Can you say Reeve? How about Carrie? Is Carrie here? Does anyone here know anything about the basement? Can someone tell me what's in the basement? It's getting super quiet in here. Every time we ask about the basement, it gets quiet. Why is that? I didn't, I didn't understand anything. Yeah. Are there any actors still here of us? Can someone tell me the name of a play which used to be performed here? No point talking to us? Sure there is. I just smelled urine. Yeah. It literally just came for a split second. Yeah. Did I just smell you? Did you just come by me? You know, earlier we heard like an owl hoot or someone cheering for a, let's say an actor like some performance they saw. Can you tell me who made that noise? Okay, it's getting super quiet in here. How come you guys don't want to speak with us?
We were told that um, some of the people that work here at this theater have seen or felt the presence of someone named Isabel. Go make him knock. They say don't make him knock. <laughs> I heard Aberdeen again. Mm -hmm. Yep. Is Aberdeen someone's name? Who's not Isabel? Is Aberdeen the name of the little girl that everyone's seen here? Is that you just shifting? Okay. Is there a woman that uh, walks around here? You know, there, there's a simple question um, that you can answer for us. Can you tell us why you're still here at this um, building? I heard something sick. Yeah. Can you tell us why you're still here at this theater? Are you still here for the company? That's what I heard. Yeah. Do you like being here because of all the company that come here to keep you entertained? So a little while ago, we were talking to somebody downstairs that worked here for 10 years. What years did you work here? 10 years. 10 years? I heard that 10 years. Wow. 10 years. So you worked here for 10 years. We want to know what that person did for a job. What did they do? <laughs> 10 years is a long time. I heard actor and then maybe something samples. Can you tell us the name of the person who worked here for 10 years? We got awfully close to the basement. Did you see us near the basement? Death. So I've gone ahead and paused my device because I'm not sure if it's perhaps scaring you in any way. Um, I'm going to assume that a lot of this equipment that we brought here with us is new to you, so you may not understand how it works for you. So we're going to keep things a little bit simple now. Um, right now, I, I really just want to know if there's someone here in this um, auditorium with us. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to knock three times. Can you just go ahead and use all of your energy to knock back once for us, just so we know that you're here and that we're not alone? I'm going to knock like this.
can you knock like this for us? to the hauntings inside of the opera house, Argos Paranormal was unable to determine whether the spirits they were in communication with were associated with the building's long gestating history. However, what is certain is that despite the many renovations which have occurred over the years, the building today is still a site for discovering paranormal activity.